This is Dentalish, a dental podcast mixed with a little something extra. We are your hosts, Martel Coke, the founder of Brown Girl RDH, Anika Forbes, dental hygienist extraordinaire, and I'm Dr. Joshua Golden, owner of West Sunrise Dentistry. Welcome, Welcome to, to Dentalish. All right, so here's a question, Doc. Do you, when you have a patient that comes in a little late and they, a uh, new patient, and then they want to get same day treatment and they need an SRP, is this hygienist that you're bonusing flexible and willing to stay late to do that SRP? Oh, no. Oh, no. Man, I, I don't even, man, my, my hygienist is the fact, let, I, my hygienist is catch wind. But here it is right here. If we have a goal and, I've had people, team members come in. Every business to measure success, you got to have metrics. We all know that. Correct. I, mean, Correct. I have production goals. I have these goals in place because if I, I meet these goals, I'm able to pay you. And always, everyone wants, to, the way we say it is, the way we put it, everyone, Doc, I want to make more money. If you want to make more money, make more money. You know what I mean? You don't want to do this extra stuff. You don't want to do any of the, you know, you don't let the patient know about the toothbrushes that we sell. Uh, maybe a patient may need a resting, uh, you know, you know, there are multiple uh, adjuncts that they can do in hygiene. Um, you say, you're, so you're saying the hygienist that you have worked with, they weren't very comfortable with. No, that. it was like, for instance, we had someone need an SRP. I needed my um I needed my hygienist to do it. But instead, you like that, that 15 minute rule. Mm-hmm. If we if, if we're at six, all right, this is the answer. This, uh, this is a question for you and Martel. Okay. If our goal is seven thousand dollars and we're at sixty eight hundred, mm-hmm. we have an SRP or whatever company, whatever it is, is to make up from that two hundred dollars and more. Right. If they're 15 minutes late, I've had I just, oh, no, they're 15 minutes late. I'm not about to see them. But a team player would be like, we need to hit our goal. I don't let, I know I have a 15 minute rule, but if this can get, right. you know, if we can right. get, goal, I'm going to be in that room for Miss Johnson. Especially if it's an SRP. Now, I, if it's a pro fee. <laughs> They might look a little sideways, but if it's an SRP, yes. And then even, okay, even if it's a profi, there's a way, let's say this person came in 15 minutes late and it's the middle of the day. Uh, you can find a way to catch back up where, let's say it was a profi. You go ahead, you knock that cleaning out. You're probably going to be done before the top of the hour. But if it's an SRP, then it's going to take you a little bit longer. So you're not going to finish at the top of the hour. But what you can do is have one of the assistants help you out and polish the patient. So that's that means, again, you, utilizing your team so that you can meet that goal that Dr. Jenkins was talking about. And it's all about working together. Like, all right, you have a new patient wants to convert same day SRP, but you have a profi done. I'd be like, hey, throw that profi over in the doctor chair. I knock that profi out for you just so you can get started on the SRP. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. way we work to get. We're supposed to work together. So there was it, a group post, and the the hygienist said. I get irritated or I feel some type of way when the assistant goes ahead and sees my patient before I get there. 
Like, if they're going to see them, before you get there, have them do the exam and the x-rays. They said that the assistant just seeks them and put the bib on it. She's irritated. She wants to get her own patient. As a business owner, I don't want the patient waiting and looking in the sitting in the lobby like don't no. be in here looking in the lobby looking around finding something to complain about i'm here early put me in the put me in the room okay uh-huh. but as at the other point of it like yeah take the x-rays get the exam done like polish your teeth if you have to i don't know if, if you're if the patient's there before you that's a problem anyways because we always should probably try to be there before our patients get there but some patients do come early so i don't know what the scenario was on that but it, you can't be irritated that the assistant is seating your patient um i would have a discussion like if you're going to see it do everything but then it's like it's my patient why are y'all taking everything it's the business patient mm-hmm. this is not not your patient it's the business patient and if the yeah. business owner wants that patient seated and you work for the business owner then why are you even irritated <laughs> what are we having a discussion about but a lot of hygienists agree like yeah don't touch my patient i'll get him when i get it no that's that's not right because again we we got to get things flowing if there's a room available let's say you like working out a certain room okay cool whatever then you can come grab that patient from the room that we set them in because we got them out the lobby and then move them to your preferred room but make sure that room gets cleaned um but ideally though you want to always get the patient out of the lobby because as soon as the patient sits in that chair mentally for them their appointment time has started and now they're not complaining and harassing my front desk who needs to be working on something else about hey when are they going to come get me hey what's going on with this it's like nope you already started your appointment you're in your own little private room enjoy yourself or go run to the bathroom because we know that always happens yeah, yeah go to the bathroom we put you back there but like i don't get where there's like a disconnect in them and i really want i really want people that work for the company anybody that i train i'm like this is a business let me just show you why we're doing this and what we're doing and if we look stupid the business looks stupid you don't look stupid but if we close down you don't have a job like but they still don't get it like they still don't get it like if we're not successful then you don't have a job. It might be different in corporate settings. It's a write-off. Yeah. Them paying you is a whole write-off. Like they get paid not to pay you. They, yeah. they get paid to pay you. When, it, when it's a smaller <laughs> practice, it's not the same. I try to tell people that. Like, and yes, that, the x-ray matters. That, that's, that's a good point too, Martel, because I look at the production goal and if we don't meet it, it doesn't matter to some team members. If you go for that long, whether it's us or a corporate company, if they're not meeting their goals, that's how people, that leads to being laid off. Yep. Someone has to get fired. One thing about it, I'm going to get fired last. You know what I mean? (laughs) And most business owners fire in a sense of, all right, we're going to go down to this who's an asset, who's more of a liability. Right. You know, and we we need to meet these goals for us. It's not for me. They think that it's like you're trying to meet a goal. You're all about money. You want to buy a yacht. I got student loans. <laughs> I, I don't have to. I'm not the Some dentists have a yacht, but I'm not that guy. Right. That's the problem. That is the problem. The dentists are looking at the assistants like, how you got a Mercedes? And I don't got no Mercedes in the, uh, the hygienist and the assistants. And the, they looking at the dentist like, you know, you got this office and you got this big house, not knowing like what it what it costs to get it. Like, you don't know if I'm barely making it. 
Like, I know for a fact I heard something about the dental reps that come in your office make more than the dentist sometimes. And I believe it wholeheartedly, 100%. The dental reps make more money than the dentist that employs you. If you really think about that, like, you should be, you should feel, feel ashamed to even ask for it two times your amount, your pay rate, what you, what you're supposed to be getting on average. But then that goes back to also what you were saying um, about uh, education wise. They don't understand the amount of debt that most of the dentists are in uh, coming out of dental school. So it's like when you have these paychecks, uh, <laughs> that paycheck is going to somebody else. It's not going towards that yacht that Dr. Jenkins really wants. Um, so it, it gets kind of crazy. I'm going to tell y'all, uh, as uh, I don't call myself a hygienist anymore, but um, I can still hop in and do some hygiene. But as a business owner, I really see things differently. Because as a hygienist, I just see my patients make my production and go home. Yeah, I was making production, but I wasn't making the company as much as I thought I was making that company. But you couldn't tell me nothing. But if you really break down, like, bust open the books, no. Because they had so many write-offs. They had so many, you know, me not coming into work or me taking time off. Like, that's a loss. That's a, that's a negative. So, so many factors to consider. And I don't think it's ever going to be. Like I said, there, some people are not supposed to understand. Like, I posted on Facebook, um, retire my dental hygiene license. And everyone's like, why would you do that? You know, you'll never know when you'll need it again. And I just had to realize, like, I'm talking to a bunch of hygienists. I'm not talking to a bunch of uh, employers. I'm talking to a bunch of employees. And there's a difference. Am I going to need it for anything? No, because I don't plan on working at all. I plan on getting somebody else to work for me. Like, that was the whole point of the post. But they were like, you know, you never need, you never know when you might need it or do missions or do whatever. Like, my goal is not to be working. <laughs> My goal is not to be working. Like I am, I am going to employ the person to work. So um, I don't think like you do. Yeah, and it's hard. It, it, it's hard to understand that. But I thought I could make you know, and it, you you turn blue in the face because you really think you can make people understand. You know what I mean? Like it's true. It just they don't. It's a reason. It's just it. I don't like the. I'm not gonna down or bash you about it about how they think it's just yeah i realized i can't force anyone like me and dr golden may do a class two differently but that doesn't make his way or my way wrong or right you know what i mean right but the majority the majority try to force it on you like this is what it is because the majority of us think like that well i'm an outlier so it's not gonna work for me but people just they just want to push that on you, just like they want to push a narrative like dentists only care about money or hygienists only want to get paid top dollar. Like that's not necessarily the narrative for every single hygienist or every single dentist. That's just like we have these pockets of, you know, perception and we have the reality and we have the communication where I don't think nobody's telling their staff, you know, this is what's going on. I don't I just think it's like, oh, we just assume you assume somebody with a million followers got a million dollars. Why do you assume that people really assume that like that doesn't equate to money, but people think that. So I don't know. I, I don't know. It's weird. We live in a strange time. You know, and Dr. Golden, if you, you, I mean, uh, and you, Martell, y'all probably can attest. I tell people I want to pay you more money. People don't, don't realize, like, as a team member, when they go an extra mile, you, everyone has experienced that team member or experiences that team member that you're just glad to pay them every two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so glad to uh, pay you. If, 
I, I want a bonus. You just want to bonus somebody. But it's that's what people don't realize. Like I want to pay you more because the most people don't they they don't see the big picture of the business. They just see that one column, and I need mine. Who cares about a lot of the other stuff going on? That's why I converted from individual bonus to a team bonus system. So therefore, if we don't hold each other accountable. Nobody's getting any extra money. You know what I mean? Because everyone affects everyone. So yeah, it, it's it's just sad to think. But I hate the great I hate the great divide, and I just I just think it's more so of people not being real. Like did the, the dentists really do be out here faking it, and they're not telling the truth? They'll tell their colleagues, "Oh yeah, everything is great." Blah blah blah. Now bust like get down to the dirty. Like shit, this is rough. Like what did someone tell me the other day like i see why most dentists commit suicide like i see like i'm on the edge i'm on the bridge about to jump back off backwards like i understand that's me that's me every day i'm like damn is it really supposed to be this hard every single day and i'm not even a dentist i'm not in there pulling a tooth or doing surgery or like it's rough every day is hard every day is hard and then Dr. Jenkins said something that was interesting um, earlier, like how if there was a choice between doing the SRP or the Profi, he would knock that Profi out to help his uh, hygienist. And, you know, that's commendable for a doc. Uh, but there are a lot of young docs just getting out of school and hygienists hate them because they trying to get their money up. And so they will do the SRP and then throw the uh, Profi to the hygienist. How do you feel mm. about that, Martel? Because that's a no-no. I don't think... That's wrong. That. I think that's no, wrong. No, that's wrong. But I understand. I understand nah, they're trying to. You, it's wrong. It's, it's wrong. wrong. But I, you, I can understand why they're doing it. So when they're doing that, though, and this is where like some of that hurt comes from for some of the hygienists. It's like when you do that, now you're ruining that doctor hygienist relationship. And then now that hygienist is not going to go that extra mile when they're doing the cleaning and say, Hey man, Dr. Jenkins told you about this crown already. You need to go ahead and take care of this. Cause it's only getting worse. Like your hygienist is supposed to be your advocate. They're supposed to help you out uh, to bring in more treatment or something simple as hey, you know, when you're cleaning the patient's teeth, you talking to them, creating that bond and then all of a sudden you mention how their teeth are not as bright as they used to boom that's an easy whitening patient right there and so that's bringing more to the practice dr jenkins how you feel about that we have to build each other up and that builds the trust in the patient like most treatment is found like you said in hygiene you know and the hygienist and and the doctor, I'm big on the building the relationship so that we have the same, that that hygienist knows my treatment philosophy. When they see this big amalgam, they know Dr. Jenkins is going to crown this. Yep. So they, they go ahead and start talking about it. They preheat me. I come in and talk about it. Next thing you know, the patient's feeling like, oh, man, I really need to do something to this too. It's just like, you know, um, and – when they go the extra mile like that, it means a lot, and it makes you want to just, man, you did a great job. But here's here's a card to Starbucks. Exactly. So now it's it it's like a a a better functioning system. It's like you built on top of what I built. I built on top of what you built, and now 
everybody winning. And then next thing you know, we bonusing and we're doing well. But the second, you know, one person feels, you know, a little uh, unappreciated or one person doesn't put that extra one foot forward, then now it starts to throw off that system. And that goes for the same thing with the assistants. That goes for the same thing for the front desk. It's a, you know, well, well machine, we all win, but it's tough because everybody goes through stuff. You know, Martel might walk in the office one day mad because, uh, you know, she didn't get her Starbucks or the baby kept her up all night crying. You know, there are various reasons, but we got to remember when we walk through that door, we got to kind of put some of that stuff by, you know, the wayside do what we're here for to take care of these patients and try to maximize the current positions that we're in. Right. People don't get that. I mean, I was the hygienist that walked in and someone said good morning. And I kept walking like, don't talk to me. I don't feel like talking. It's the morning. But now as a, uh, you know, as a leader now, I like I come in the office and I have to like we're doing the morning meeting. We pray after our morning meeting. Everybody gets a turn praying. And it's just like I have to be the one that's going to be positive because I know they're looking at me. I can't be I can't come in late. I got to come in and be ready to go but at the same time my assistant was like you know I just you know I'm she has a lot of anxiety and she's like she takes these some kind of pills or whatever and she's like you should take them too she's like they really calm me down I said listen you don't want me to take them because I'm gonna be real honest and I don't think you're gonna like me because I'm gonna be real mean to (laughs) y'all like the fact that I'm just forcing myself to be nice because there's so much going on like I have to be this person so I feel like they gotta want to be it it doesn't matter everybody knows what they got going on at home doesn't have anything to do about when you walk in that office but it's like if you choose like what are you choosing to do and we know better because I knew better I just didn't care like I'm not saying good morning to nobody like I don't care (laughs) but now I understand yeah I was just being like like my shit dance thing like and that was just me and I felt like doing it at the time I'm not gonna lie but a lot of people are walking around like that and it's it's okay like that's where you are in life but you know the picture is bigger and I think the more you press the issue like we're a team and I want y'all to grow with me and I want y'all to be my CFOs my C you know I, I want you to be COOs CFOs like they're like oh they're part of it like the team members that I have they feel like it's their business too like the doctor was saying like I don't like to waste a lot we need to, we don't need to be wasting a lot like that was huge for me like she actually cares not to waste stuff you know so here's a question for you Martel what would have helped you to change a lot sooner when you were in that role like what could we have done to reach you because there are people like that all the time and so if you can think back maybe that'll help somebody here on this podcast trying to reach that team member that acts like that yeah okay so what they ended up doing was since I had a mouth on me they was like we're gonna make her a manager so they made me the manager over the hygiene department so I had to act different and talk different because they're like oh now you're in this position you can't you know we have a higher standard for you I think some of those people that are like that that get away with doing stuff like that they do it because they know they can like they're not just doing it because they know they're about to get fired the next day y'all doing it because you know you can you asking for that that amount of money because you know that you can because if you couldn't then you wouldn't do it so I feel like uh, give them a position of authority give them some more responsibility let them know you value them as an individual and what they bring to the platform or your office or individually because everybody just feels like a number honestly so people want to feel important they want to feel special so you got to you got to give people that Ah, so giving them more buy-in trying to you know bring them in at a higher level Dr. Jenkins, what you feel about that? How you feel about that? It's, uh, it's, I tell them all the time, this is our practice. 
You know, in order, you're only as good, you're only as fast as the slowest person over the team. You know, one person affects the next person. If right. One, it, we, it's all a domino effect. You know, it's a push and a pull. Like, I like lifting up my front, saying, hey, this is the best front that you can never have. Because I like trust has people. There's a saying we say we, we learned. It's um, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So with that being said, yeah. is I feel if the team gets the scope of the big picture, like, hey, we can't be using letting Martel was talking about supply. We can't be using the composite because we're out of composite. We got to order more. We order more. That increases the overhead. The overhead is my bonus. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they don't, they just look like, well, I can just use all these purple cups, throw them away. I don't care. Doctor got it. That's not how. Drop the gloves on the floor, uh, dropping the whole thing of gloves on the floor. Like, why y'all not using the gloves to clean or in sterile? Like, we don't have to put them in the patient's mouth, but you threw this, all these gloves away that you just dropped on the floor? Your eyeballs be ready to jump out your head, but they're just you're, gloves. You're, you're throwing <laughs> away your money. That's what they don't realize. You're throwing away your money. The bonus that you badger me about, this goes not, not a hiding thing, any team member, the bonus you badger me about, you're throwing it away daily. You keep talking. You, you keep talking about these ceilings. What happened with these ceilings? I think it's a story behind you and these ceilings. <laughs> the reason I, I guess I keep saying ceilings, but it's something. It's something very odd. <laughs> like for real, honestly, honestly, it's one of those things somebody happened to just bring up to me the other day, and I thought about. It, I'm like, dang, I do. I don't see people doing those as much as I used to see it. I was talking to a hygienist the other day who said she does ceilings even on adults that have deep pits. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? When they have yeah. deep pits, as long as there's no carries already in there, um, be careful with those because if I, oh my gosh, I remember being in residency. Uh, I remember starting in July and a class had just finished and a patient came back not too long ago and there was like a little bit of carries in there and that thing got big on it. And we had to clean it out. It became a real feeling. So ugh, those, that cavity can get big really quick. But it's, it, even things, well, let me take it off that. Just fluoride. Fluoride, you know, yep. Ver- verbiage and everything. Like people, like if I ask you, hey, you want, you want fluoride today? That makes it not seem important. You know what I mean? They don't know the importance. We 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 look at it because, man, you're not even educating them. You're just making. You're not telling them why it's important. Yeah, but some of them don't have it. I know not to put my dental assistant to go do a treatment plan because she's just very soft spoken. She's very scared. Like patient gonna be like, no. If I go in there, I have more confidence. They're going to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and do it because you seem like you know what you're doing. You're confident. Like, you selling me it. So it's like, who are we putting in those positions to? Like, they can mention it, but you need someone to come in and reinforce it, you know, or even a treatment plan coordinator or you as the dentist. Like, they're not going to sell the treatment. I had that happen where I asked the dad. Uh, I said, go in there and ask the dad if he wants to do sealants on the son because he's co- it's covered. She went in there. He's like, no, he doesn't want to do it today. I'm like, he don't want to do it. It's covered. They're already in the chair as a family so I went in there he's like oh yeah we can go ahead and do it like what happened where was the disconnect and I realized I can't put her in position to do that anymore 
because it's her it's her personality it's her you know it's her energy yeah yeah right i'm like we doing them seals he just don't know we doing them seals <laughs> we're gonna get them seals done today <laughs> We gotta, we gotta, you gotta make it, you gotta create that sense of urgency. Like, yeah. I tell them what I learned from a course is sense of urgency. First, the assistant sees the patient. Okay, x rays. Okay, this looks like this, but I'm letting the doctor verify. Hygiene may see them. Okay, this looks like this. Then the doctor sees them. Imagine three team members telling you you have stage four cancer. Oh, what's on your mind when you leave that? <laughs> when you, you leave the office, uh-uh. we're starting chemo right now. Right now, honestly, I'm about to start telling patients that, like, uh, you got gum disease, it's like cancer of your gums. I'm gonna start using those trigger words because I want them to be like, She said I had cancer of my gums called periodontal disease. Okay, you have an <laughs> abscess, post that article of that little boy died from the abscess going to his brain in New York. Post it on the wall. This tooth, this tooth can kill you. You can look them in the eyes and you can die. No, play it. Uh, I'm gonna have Barry. I'm gonna have Barry make a documentary. My teeth are killing me, and play it every day on Netflix in the office. Have you seen my teeth are killing me? Yeah, this person actually died from a toothache. Then they, yeah. And now, now, now both y'all know we gonna have some people that's just gonna come in and say, "Pull all my teeth, take them all out," and we gonna. <laughs> And they be having perfect teeth sometimes. And they like, have perfect teeth. Like, you don't want to take this tooth out. You can save this tooth. It's a cavity. Just, you know, let's go ahead and do this filling or inlay or crown. You can save this tooth. Nah, I just want to take it out. Like, no, this is not what we're doing. I told him, man, look, you can, you can have a Gucci outfit on. But if you got a, you 18 years old, you got a Gucci George, whatever, you got a partial, you still tag it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what you look like? What you look like? Clean and got all this, and you, you eating and blow, your teeth just all on the. All Sitting on. out here missing both side teeth. I'm yeah. out here to get you. I'm gonna get you implants. Let's do it. Come on, if you got missing side teeth. Not the missing side teeth. Let's talk about these dental reviews in our second half of the podcast. 